Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's dive straight into today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from New Dragonfruit 996 who says, I hate my best friend, but I'm going to be her bridesmaid. I met my best friend 10 years ago when we were 16. I didn't like her at first, but she saw me laughing and decided she was going to be my friend and so she would constantly make conversation until I couldn't ignore her and we became best friends. We were both outsiders with us moving from different schools at around the same time, so we never had other friends but each other in our final years of school. As we've grown up, we kept our friendship and remained just as close. About four years ago, I met this boy named Jacob, who was my first boyfriend. I've never been pretty, so he was the first guy to show me attention outside of hookups. He took me on my first proper date. We started to plan moving in together and discussing our future and I was truly happy. But then, after a year, he said words that made my stomach drop. He asked me if I would mind if he could start dating my best friend. I can't tell you the exact details of that day. I just finished work. had a really good day because my favorite dog had come in and I was on my way back. My phone rang in the car and Jacob said he wanted to talk. He told me he had been talking to my best friend for a while and that he fell in love with her and wanted to know if it was okay to start dating her. She also felt the same way about him, but said he had to get my permission before they took things further out of respect. Sophie, my best friend, has always been the pretty one, which has never been an issue. Of course, she is beautiful, I tell her that all the time, so in my head, it made perfect logical sense. I just said it was fine. I packed Jacob's things up out of my house and handed them to him with a smile and congratulated them. It wasn't until the next day I even cried or got angry, but ever since the resentment has been building. It isn't like a I hate this bitch kind of resentment. I'm still her friend, but it's like I can't be with her for longer than a few hours or everything she does starts to annoy me. Why does she look at her phone so much? Why does she expect me to buy her so much? Why is everything she says only about her? Why does she talk over everyone? You know, just those tiny things you ignore become unbearable, so I have to make an excuse and go. Well, now three years after the breakup, they are getting married, and she wants me to be head bridesmaid. I don't want to say yes. The thought makes me feel sick. I hate my best friend so much, I don't want to be a part of her wedding, but I know I will say yes. Because if I say no, it will make her unhappy, and I'd become the bad guy. So I'll be the head bridesmaid, whose one and only boyfriend left her for the bride. And I'll smile and act happy. Maybe the universe will have mercy and have a truck run me over on the way to the rehearsal dinner or something. And we have a couple of updates which we'll cover in a moment. But we're going to start off with Fool who says in quotes, If I say no, then in the maker unhappy, then I'd be the bad guy. He goes on to say, so be the bad guy. There's nothing wrong with doing what you want for yourself. If that makes you the bad guy, fuck it. You're the bad guy. What are they going to do? hold you at gunpoint to be embarrassed at the wedding. 
not go through with the wedding, not talk to you anymore. You don't seem to like her much as it is anymore. Hope you reply saying, fine, but if they hold me at gunpoint, you're going to feel real guilty. <laughs> For real though, I know what I have to do, but it's like you know when you just don't want to deal with the fallout. Message about the dragging of your name through the mud and the anger. It's so tiring just to think about it. Raffles says, look, it is crystal clear that you suffer from low self-esteem. To put yourself in a better mental state, you just need to cut them out completely. Go nuclear and block every channel of communication. You'll feel guilty at first because that is what your low self-esteem is telling you to do, but then you will realize that a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. All of us are telling you that you deserve happiness, recognition of self-worth, and peace of mind, and you will never have that with these people in your life. Dry Ask says, what the hell? Stop being a doormat. Dump her ass and block her ass. Tell her no, you will not be in or at her wedding because she is a selfish, self-centered bitch and you have zero desire to ever be her friend anymore. And she expects you to buy her shit. She has clearly been using and bullying you through this whole relationship, so stop putting up with it. It's 3am, what do you mean, says. From an outside point of view, it's like watching someone drag around a smelly bag of trash. I'm thinking to myself, ooh, that's nasty. Why don't they just throw it out? But then you ask the person why they're dragging the garbage bag around with them and they're just like, I don't know, it's what I've always done. The trash has always been with me. Anyways, this metaphor is stupid. Just throw the trash out where it belongs. Shake my head. Comprehensive Bet says, why didn't you drop both of them? That doesn't make sense. Hope you respond saying, well, the day he told me I had what I can only describe as an out-of-body experience. It was like I was watching myself do everything through a TV screen and I was just functioning, not actually doing anything. And then when I confronted Sophie, I just kept getting pushed back. It wasn't like this. You don't understand. Are you actually my friend? How could you think I would do that to you? By the time I was myself again, I didn't know which way was up anymore. And one more from Putura who says, you need to just cut ties completely. You don't need a car to hit you to stop dealing with her. You don't even have to ever speak to her or accept a response. You write whatever you need to say on a blank document on your phone. Even if it's just, I've never forgiven you and it's time for both of us to move on. I'm blocking you, please don't contact me again and I will do the same, goodbye. Or if there's more you never said, say it. You absolutely have the right to still not be okay with this situation. Even long after this was done, there's no shame in acknowledging you pretended you were okay. You're okay with it when you weren't. It's fucked up they did this to you. No way around it. And they have zero reason to expect anything from you at all. So write as much or as little as you need. Copy it into a text message and send. Then block them both on your phone and every social media where you are connected. The truck hits when you hit send. It's over. You're alive and for the first time since it happened, you are free. So OP gave us a little update in the first post which says, So I will not be saying yes or no. I think I'm just going to ghost them. I'm moving states anyway and I can move up the date from mid next year to February if I want. I know they will talk shit behind my back but I don't care anymore. I won't be able to hear it and I'll be a three hour plane ride away but also block them on everything. They also don't know I'm moving because they never asked or care, so sucks to be her when she finds out. Because if I don't say no to being a bridesmaid, she will assume yes, and she will also be planning as if involved if I don't join in. And a minor update. I spoke to my boss at my new job about moving up the date of my move to early next year, and they said I can move the date up to late November if I want because of the December rush. They will need an extra pair of hands, so I'll be gone by the end of the year. I have two months to go house hunting and get my stuff down south. Wish me luck. Then OP's full update. It's been a while since I made the post, so 
I thought I would update you as Sophie now knows I don't like her. I went to a dinner with me, her, her sister and another girl I don't know, Alison. The dinner was fine. I didn't really say much because I've been really stressed with work and moving. I've been flying in and out of the state trying to sort things out and my dogs are staying at my mum's house but one of them just got sick. Basically, I'm dealing with enough. At the dinner, Sophie brings up me and my ex and how I brought them together. I smiled at first and laughed it off because I didn't want to make a big deal out of anything. Alison said in passing that she finds it weird that I haven't dated anyone since. I again didn't say anything because I'm not hung up on him. I'm just not interested in anyone. I have my own busy life and the thought of coming home from work after spending all day pleasing clients and worrying about another person makes me feel drained. Sophie made a joke about how I'm secretly in love with her fiancé and I'm going to ruin the wedding and everyone laughs. I just said, I won't go. It was like all emotions just turned off and I couldn't even be angry. I didn't care how any of them felt anymore. I said, I'm not going and I am moving so she won't see me anymore. I told her how awful she was and then left. After that, I got flooded with calls and texts from her asking me what was wrong with me, but I just don't care. I went to work and told them that I'm taking my leave, which I was going to get paid out and now I'm not working. I'm staying with my aunt in the state I'm moving to and, and I move into my house next week. My dogs join me in two weeks and yeah, it's not a huge story. I think I'm emotionally burnt out. It feels like all this anger built up and then like a sparkle had just ended. I don't even want to think about them anymore. I just want to move on and pretend that chapter of my life never existed. So fuck you, Sophie. Hope your cake has salt in it instead of sugar. And I hope you spill red wine in your white dress. My favorite thing about this update Apart from OP moving on and getting rid of these people in their life, I think that's just a wonderful thing. But I also love OP's thing at the end, you know, saying, hope you have salt in your cake instead of sugar. I love petty things like that. My favorite one is always one of the classics. I hope you stub your toe on your favorite piece of furniture or one of the creative ones I heard. I can't remember where I heard it is that I hope your arsehole grows taste buds. (laughs) But yes, OP, you wasted far too much time on those people already. And I hope... Whatever happens going forward, you're living your best life now. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Boy. This story comes from Only Stranger 1413 who says, Am I the asshole for refusing to play nice to my father's girlfriend and by doing so preventing them from moving in together? And it does come with an update as well. Some background info. My mother, 37, had me, 20 male, at 17. 
She was never a mother to me and I was raised by my grandparents and later my uncle, 34. When I was eight, my grandma got sick and my uncle, who was 22 at the time, started taking me in and I moved in with him full time at 12. I only saw my mother for family events and she was always criticizing me, how I looked, my hobbies, what I liked. By 14, I refused to talk and slash or see her. When I was 18, my uncle proposed to legally adopt me. I decided to go see my mother one last time to inform her and have some closure. During this talk, she told me my father's name. I talked to my family about him and long story short, basically everyone knows him. His family lived in the same town as my great-grandparents and my family used to go there every holiday. I decided to try and meet him with my uncle. He, 36, moved back a few years back to be close to his family and he took everything pretty well. I did make sure to inform him that I already had a dad and he told me that he had no children and was interested in knowing me. He presented me to his parents and they even found some pictures of me with him from before he went to college. For the last two years, we had a pretty great relationship. We also got along well with my uncle. At college, I called him once a week and I see him pretty often. The issue, his girlfriend, Anna. They don't live together and have been a couple for over three years. She made it clear that I had no place here. After a few encounters with her, she reminded me so much of my mum, her attitude, her remarks and critics that I refused to go see him for a while. I think he realized because he told me that she didn't need to be here every time. I only see her when I go to eat with him at his parents. She still manages to make it clear that I don't belong in this family. When I ask questions, she tells me stuff like, if you're really part of the family, you should know, always pointing to physical differences. So it was a surprise when she called me last week. I thought it was an emergency, so I answered. She told me that she wanted to move in with my dad, but he refused because he knows we don't get along and he wanted this house to be a safe place for me. He was afraid I would come by less if she was here all the time. It's the truth. She then told me I should put my grudges aside and try to be nicer to her for my father's sake. I told her no. I had years of therapy to be able to remove toxic people from my life and being with her is like being with my mum. I do not want to put myself in this kind of situation anymore. I talked to my uncle and he agrees. For him, my mental health should always be my top priority, but some other people think I should at least make an effort for my father's happiness and that it would be selfish to not try. Now, I'm going to go back to the title where you said, by doing what you're doing, you're preventing them from moving in together, which this isn't a you problem at all. You're not preventing them moving in together. She is with an awful attitude and making you not feel part of the family, making awful remarks to you about it. And if I was you, I'd be talking to your father about her calling you behind his back and saying these things because that's awful. And I imagine things would be great for her now if she wasn't such an asshole. But Miss Nikita Devon says, not the asshole. Please tell your father she called you and what she said. She was way out of line to contact you, especially since he had set a clear boundary. Your father decided your feeling safe at his home was more important than moving in with her. So everyone who says you should put his happiness first needs to be quiet. He made his decision. Zombie movie lover says, not the asshole. If she can't play nice, why should you? If she makes a genuine effort to get to know you and be a nice person, then you should try too. But if she's going to continue to make you feel unwelcome, no effort needed. Spike says, absolutely not the asshole. I'm sorry all that happened to you. I'm also so glad you were blessed with such an amazing, amazing uncle. Where was your bio dad all those years? If you're in the pictures with him, he knew about you. It's great he wants to protect you and keep you safe. 
If she were to move in, you'd need to meet him somewhere else to visit and catch up. I'm sorry she's been so unkind to you. It's not okay at all. I'm proud of you for standing up for yourself. Hope you reply saying, Oh, sorry if I wasn't explicit enough in my post. It's hard to explain well with a character limit. My bio dad never knew I was his son until two years ago. My mom always told us my father was a summer fling and she didn't know who he was. My bio dad lived in the same town as my great grandparents, so they were all kind of summer holiday friends. He and his family met me, but in their eyes, I was the new grandkid. My grandparents and his parents were close, so they used to have dinner and spend the afternoon together. So until we left for good, I used to see him sometimes during the holidays. And a deleted user says, not the asshole. First, your father chose a mother for you who rejected you and slash all didn't care for you. Now he has a girlfriend who's the same. After all the chaos you've dealt with, you deserve to be able to go and visit your father and not have to deal with someone hostile. No one should get involved with anyone who makes their kids, parents, whoever feel unwelcome. Your father shouldn't even be dating this woman. The least he can do is prevent her from moving in. This is not your responsibility. It's the girlfriend's responsibility. It's her behavior. And one more from Enigmatic Smackdown who says, not the asshole at all. Don't risk your mental health. You have set a boundary and your father is choosing and wanting to accommodate it. You are not forcing him to live his life in a certain way. He possibly even has other reason that he doesn't want her to move, move in, but him wanting a safe space for you is his biggest. Either way, these are his decisions to make, so don't let anyone else, friends included, try to force you to shoulder some sort of blame. Keep communication open with your father and uncle. Hope your father's family comes around more and speaks up for you when this nasty lady says those sort of things to you. Good luck with everything, and if you aren't in therapy, still remember that it can be a great resource if you are struggling. So then, OP updates the post, which says, So at first, I wasn't sure about making the update, but the comments I got really helped me. You were all saying what my uncle and some friends were saying to me, but it's different hearing it from people who don't know me and aren't biased. After reading your comments, I realized what the issue was. When I explained my family situation to people, a lot of them, not close friends and immediate family, say the same thing. How lucky I am to have a bio dad who wants and agrees to spend time to get to know me. How grateful I should be. My bio dad or his family never made me feel like that. But I guess that, after hearing a lot of people saying it, it kind of got to me and I realized now that I was restraining myself to not disappoint him. I guess in my mind I had to work and be nice to have his affection because I did not deserve it. You can blame my bio mum for that. Anyway, after realizing that, I also realized I never told him and his parents how his girlfriend was treating me. I also realized she was smart enough to do it when they were all out of earshot. I am a non-confrontational person and I was scared to say everything at once to my bio dad. I was afraid to not be able to express properly everything I wanted to convey. I talked to my uncle about it and he proposed to make an appointment with a therapist to have a kind of family session so it would be easier for me to express myself. We did it before in our family and it helped me out a lot. We talked about it to my bio dad and he immediately agreed. He could sense that something was off. Anyway, during the session, I kind of exploded. I started talking and couldn't stop myself. At first, I felt that it made no sense because I was saying everything and nothing at once, but luckily, the therapist helped a lot. We all had a very long talk and put everything on the table. My bio dad had no idea that it was this bad with his girlfriend and he was really appalled and remorseful for not realizing it. Something that angered him and my uncle a lot was the comment about me not looking like my dad, which I never took notice of because it's true. My mom and uncle are half Filipino, and I took everything from the Filipino side except his dimples. 
Apparently the comments about me not being part of the family was because of my racial background. So yeah, on top of everything, she was racist. All of this happened last month, and since then, he broke up with her. I tried to be more honest about what I feel without being afraid of what he thinks. He also proposed to continue family therapy if I feel like it would help me talk about certain topics. This relationship is still a work in progress, but honestly, I feel very good about it. And some of you asked, but yes, my uncle adopted me when I turned 18. So again, thank you for all your help and your kind words. I was really expecting to be called an asshole when I wrote the original post. And I found this a really nice update, not just for the outcome that BioDad wants to get to know his son and get involved with him, which I think is a wonderful thing, but also the way that OP dealt with it. The way that from the very first post, how they've gone through all the stuff with their mum previously, the way that they talk about the emotions and the way that they're feeling and trying to deal with them and using therapy to unpack everything to the bio dad at the same time. I think that's pretty amazing of OP and I can only really wish them the best for the future and hope things continue to go down the right path because clearly deserve it. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to OP if he was face to face? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, as always, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for getting involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Some breakfast, milk and eggs Brush my teeth up, watch my face Throw my clothes on, start my day Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows Okay, I know that's a damn Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 